Pharisees. And Roger's giving you a little bit of a hint right there. Look at that. Man, look at that fancy tray and the, and the black suit and the white glove. Look at that, how pretty that is, how, how nice that looks. And look at the backdrop. A disaster. You will shine like crazy when the world's crazy. As a believer in Christ, when things get crazier and crazier and crazier, that's, that's our opportunity to live for Jesus Christ and to shine. Amen? And to serve. And that's what we want to talk about today. Let's go with the message. See what we do, Raj. As believers in Jesus Christ, we are, what's that fancy word? We're accountable. We're accountable. We're accountable. But back in the day, it was like, if you do this, if you do that, if you don't do this, if you don't do that, you know, God's going to hit you upside the head. He's going to zap you. I think when you read the Scriptures, we've missed a lot, man. We're accountable. We're accountable not how long your hair is. Got it? We're accountable not if you ladies wear a dress or pants. Y'all remember that, don't you say? You're accountable for your love for Jesus Christ. And your love for who? Come on now, y'all got to help me now. I'm going to go to sleep with you. I'll just lay right down here, I guess. I don't know. We're accountable. Is it, are we accountable? Back in the day, I mean, it was separation, and you can't do this, and you can't do that. And, you know, you're going to stand before God if you go to the movies. Y'all remember any of this stuff? Some of that just goes out the window when the, when the whole planet's burning. You know, when the thing's on fire. I'm, I'm telling you, when our planet, when our world looks nuts, you hear me or not? All of a sudden, man, you know, I've got the movies. Yeah, but your neighbor's going to hell. Your country's going to hell. What are you doing? So we're accountable for our love for Jesus Christ and our, lo- and our love for these people. And what town do y'all live in? Y'all live in this town. There you go. Inglewood, Northport, Port Sharp. This is where we live. Okay? You're accountable for your love for the Lord, and you're accountable for the love of these people that we come in contact with all the time. And that's the truth. I'm crazy. All right? Let's back it up. Let's back it up. Thou shalt lo- Who said this? Jesus did. You shall love the Lord your God. I gotta- no, don't back it up, you, buddy. I'm telling... I'm saying we're going to back it up. What I said, we're going to back it up. Not we're going to back it up. We're going to back it up. Back it up is this way, not back it up this way. Back it up. Here we go. So let's back it up. Here we go. (laughs) Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your what? This is the what? First and great commandment. How hard-headed do we have to be? I mean, that's pretty much what Jesus is saying. This is it. And look at the next one. And the second is like it, namely this. Say it with me. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Wow. And look at this one. Just in case we still didn't get it. There is none other commandment greater than So you and I, guys, I think we have these rules sometimes. You can't wear this. You can't wear that. Your hair's got to be this. Your hair's got to be that. You can't go here and you can't go there. And I think a lot of those things are based in pride. It's a certain church or denomination or a group trying to be more holy than somebody else. 
while the world goes to hell. You hear me or not? You think if you dress just right or cut your hair just right, that's going to lead that uh, hell-raising teenager like me to Jesus Christ? Or you think if you just look just right, that's going to lead my drunk mama to Jesus? Guys, mama needed love. Gary needed love. And even though it was a very conservative church where they did all that stuff, thank God. Thank God for Jimmy Wallace with the dirty hands who worked on the trucks and mess. And I saw him first. And, uh, wow, he went to church? And that's the thing that probably led me in the door more than anything was a regular joker. Y'all hear me or not? So let's go with it now. We're just rolling here. And I'll be saying, thank the Lord Jesus Christ. And loving people. Doesn't matter what you think the race is. This is the race. And you're going to be rewarded on how we've done that. Rewarded. Not punished, guys. God's not wanting to punish you for loving people or how you did it or how you didn't do it. They're the ones going to get punished. The lost people are the ones that's going to suffer hell. He wants to reward you. He wants to give to you because you want to love Him and you want to love them. Alright? So this is where the message is headed today. Keep looking. Some other scriptures. For none of us lives to himself. You're not living to yourself, man. That's not why you're here and why I'm here. We're stewards of the grace of God. God loves us. He saved us. So I just live my life. I'm good now. No man lives to himself and dies to himself. Whether we live, we live unto the Lord. Whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or we die, we are who? We're the Lord's. For to this end, Christ both died, He rose, He revived or resurrected, that He might be Lord of both the what? Dead and the living. He's our Lord. Amen. Goes on to say, why do you judge your brother? What are you doing? Why do you say it not your brother? Why are you acting like you God? Isn't that what it just says? For we shall all do what? Stand before the what? Judgment. See, do that. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, says the Lord. Every tongue shall confess to God. Not you. So then every one of us, we're going to do what one day? We're going to give an account. And you're going to see that's what a steward does. A steward does some stuff, and then he gives an account to the, to the owner. But I wanted to get it off the, off the bat right here pretty quick that we're to love Jesus Christ and we're to love people. And judging other people is going to kill anything you've got going for the Lord. It's crazy. Y'all hear me or not? That's going to make you feel good. <laughs> I'm better than you. Doesn't help them a bit. Guys, we are laborers together with God. Jesus is, the, is at the right hand of God the Father right now, and he, He's praying for us and making intercession for us. We have His Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God, that has come alongside of us to help us with our work down here. But you're a big deal to God. Say that with me. I know it's hard. I'm a big deal to God. Say it with me. I'm a, I'm a big deal to God. 
And I'm a big deal to God's plans. So we're laborers together with God. You're God's husbandry. You are God's building. That's what the church is. It's, it's not this building. It's the, the building of us. We're all fit together, different. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation. Jesus laid the foundation. And another builds thereon, but let every man take heed how he builds on this foundation. For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is who? It's funny how we get saved, or we get us a job as a preacher, or whatever, and we start moving the goalpost and changing the rules. It's about me. It's about our church. It's about what... Listen, it's always been, it'll always be about Jesus Christ. It's always about, you can say whatever you want. You can get your... Gosh, i got to watch my mouth. You can get all bent out of shape. How about we use that one? About our country and stuff like that, guys, and I do as well, but I'm not going to get off my foundation. This is a church. This is the church of the living God. This is where we proclaim Jesus Christ. This is what we do. This is where people hear about Jesus Christ and they get saved. They're not going to come in here every week and hear me criticize Joe Biden. I could do that for a lifetime, okay? Excuse me, excuse me. And a lot I see going on. But people need to hear about Jesus Christ. They need you and me. And if we're doing everything else and whatever and they can't hear about Him, what are you doing? Keep it straight, man. Not to say that we, I am conservative more than anybody probably. But the bottom line is, my loyalty is to Jesus Christ. Did the United States save you or die on the cross for you? No, no. doesn't mean we don't love our country. Sure we do with its flaws. Amen? But we love who with all our heart? The Lord with all our heart. Amen. So, let every man take heed how he builds on the foundation, the foundation of Christ. No other foundation can any man lay this lay, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, Jesus Christ... Gold, silver, precious stones, that's just good stuff. Amen? Say, the idea there is that you're just building solid things according to the Word of God. But wait a minute, wood, hay, stubble. One of those burns up, doesn't it? Every man's work one day is going to be manifest. For the day is going to declare it because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Guys, this isn't hell fire. This is the Lord. He wants to reward you. But if you're building on this foundation, other than loving Jesus Christ and loving people, your mess is going to burn. Okay? The works you thought you did aren't worth a hoot. Got it? And he's trying to help us here. But if any man's work abide, which he builds thereon, he shall receive a what? Say that loud with me. He's going to receive a what? A reward. God wants to reward you. He's not trying to bribe you into serving Him. No! He loves us unconditionally. He gave His Son for us. That's settled. But He wants to reward you for doing the right thing because I guess, guess what? Nothing else is going to matter in the end. Jesus Christ. Him. Loving Him. Loving them. If a man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be what? Yet so as by fire. And I'm getting somewhere, and you're going to see here in just a second. Therefore, we're always confident, guys, knowing that while we're at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. Because, you know what? Down here we walk by what? 
faith and not by sight. He says, we're confident, I say, willing rather to be absent from this body down here one day and to be present with who? With the Lord. Wherefore, we labor that whether we be present or absent, we may be what? Accepted of the Lord. That's the big deal here. Verse 10, say this verse with me. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Keep going. That everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be or bad. Now, we're going to talk about that right quick. Raj, I tried to get through that. Now, there's something called the judgment seat of Christ. We're talking about being a steward for the Lord, and we are getting there. But there is a judgment. And this judgment, you're going to see in just a second, it's for you and me who are believers in Christ. It's not for you to be punished. It's for you to be rewarded. I mean, I like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to punish you. Jesus took my punishment. Say that with me. Jesus took my... And thank the Lord. Let's thank the Lord. He took our punishment. Boom. And He took their punishment. The lost. But they don't know it. Or they got it wrong. Because we've been screwing it up. And they need us. And how we go about that, that's how we're going to be given those rewards. How we do this is how you and I are going to get those rewards. And they are things that God wants to give us. When we get to heaven, when we stand before Him one day. So what is the purpose of this judgment seat? Let's look at it. Let's break it down real quick. It's not to determine if you in or out. What do I mean by that? It's not to punish you for your sins since after you're saved, you're going to hell. How many ever heard that before? Now, now we were in churches like that to teach this. Guys, let me tell you something. Let's take a, Let's just see how many are going to hell in here this week. Can I get you to raise some hands with me? No, I want to see it. How many of you did some kind of sin this week? Maybe a small or big, but I sinned this week, Pastor. Well, you're burning. This guy, this hot in here is right, buddy. Guys, guys. You still have flesh. I still have. There's no excuse. There's no, we're not giving ourselves excuses for this, guys. But we're in the flesh down here. We still screw it up. But I, I think a lot of times we screw it up because we miss what I'm telling you today. If you would know that God loves you, that your faith in Him is what saves you, and you have a calling down here, and your calling is to love Him with all your heart and to love those people. Man, that could just change us, man. It could just change. I'll move them. You know, it's just crazy. But this, this judgment seat is not to judge you if you're saved or lost. Now, there is the great white throne judgment. There is a judgment of the saved and lost. But we're talking about being a steward for the Lord today as believers in Christ. So why are we there at the judgment seat of Christ? Before we believed in Jesus Christ, God dealt with us as what? That's right. But now that we are saved, since we believed, He deals with us as what? Say it with me. See, some people say we're all children of God. No, we're all created by God. But you become a son or a daughter of God by putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ and no one else. Do you understand that? Yes or no? Well, I believe in the preacher, in the pope, in the this, in the that. Buddy, you're on horrible, shaky ground. You must put your faith in Jesus Christ and Him alone. Okay? So this judgment... Is not 
for sinners or lost people. This is a judgment for Christians, believers. At the judgment seat of Christ, He is going to deal with us, not as sinners, but as what? One more time. Not as sinners, but as what? So that's our word. That's our word right there. The message today is stewards in the last days. And we've got a few minutes left. We're doing fine. So what is a steward? What is a steward? We've been alluding to it a little bit here and there, but let's just break it down. Look at it. A steward's a manager of a large household or a state. Now, this is what the word literally means. God has called you and me stewards. We are managers of a large household or a state. Keep looking. What does that mean? A steward would be appointed by the who? Who's the owner? Amen. Does it say you're bought with a price? Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are who? Which are God's. So he's the owner. So a steward back in the day would be a guy that ran the whole house. He was the manager of a large estate. But he's using this word of you and me. And so a steward would be appointed by the owner and entrusted to keep things what? Running smoothly, doing a great job. I look sometimes and I think the church is doing a terrible job. I mean, where's Jesus? I don't want to get off on that, but but where's the truth? Where's the love? I mean, it, we, you know, we, just, we can do such a better job. And what I've tried to do here is hone it down to your town. You're responsible for this town. I don't care what you think. You'll stand before God because of what you did in Inglewood, Florida, Northport, Florida, Venice, Florida, Port Charlotte. You're going to stand before the Lord. Not and be judged and thrown into hell. I wanted to reward you. But you didn't do a whole lot. I don't want that to be said of us. You hear me or not? That's what this is talking about. Stewards had this. A steward had the authority to hire and fire, spend and save. He was answerable only to the who. And, and, and truth be told, guys, you're not answerable to me. Now, if we, we have authority here. We have organizations here. We get that. Somebody's got to be in charge. I get that. But at the end of the day, guys, you're answerable to God Almighty. Okay? If, you, if you're doing something loving Jesus and loving people that you think is effective and, and somehow if I didn't think it was, you're, you're, you're accountable to the Lord. And you're going to stand before Him, not me. Amen? And God uses some weird things like me. Amen? So you might be a little weird too. He can use you. As Christians, we are what? We're stewards. Keep looking. God's the owner. We will be answerable to Him for what we've done with His grace and the gifts He's entrusted to us. I know this is a series on the last days. And that's why I'm giving this message. I mean, you might be thinking I'd be jumping on people today in this message. In time, we're going to do that in, in the coming weeks. It'll happen. There's no doubt about it. But guys, this is what the last days should really do for us. Sort of boring, isn't it? You mean I gotta, I gotta work for the Lord in the last days and love people and love Him? Yep, that's what you do. And you do it even more as you see the day approaching. You get a little more serious about it. You're not a child anymore. You put away childish things. When the building's on fire, you put away childish things. Amen or not? People need us. Say that with me. People need, people need us. If COVID showed us anything, it showed us how crazy people are, us included. 
were so scared to die. You think you fixed that problem of death just because of you got scared? Or you think death's still happening? The only thing that's going to fix death is Jesus Christ. Period. Period. Guys, we need to get serious about what we're doing. 1 Corinthians 4. Let a man so account of us as ministers of Christ. Here's our word as what? Stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it's required in what? Stewards that a man be found what? Faithful in what? I'm going to nail it down a couple of things. Love the Lord with all your heart. Love people. Be faithful to that. That'll help you the way you talk to people, the way you treat people. I saw it yesterday. It was all I could do is sit in my seat at McDonald's. Some guy just, the girl didn't get it just like he wanted. I'm sitting over here, and she's, and it's a good, sweet girl there. I love this girl. And this guy's over here talking to his wife. Blah, 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 blah. Like this. As if she can't hear him. And I was just waiting. If he, if he, if he, wasn't, if he quit this and did this over here, I was fixing to jump up on him. And you might say, well, that ain't loving him, but it's loving her. Sometimes you got to make decisions, baby. Amen. You know? So anyway, guys, it, we got to be faithful to this. This is what that judgment seat of Christ is all going to be about. Were you faithful to love me? Were you faithful to love them? Are y'all hearing me? But with me, it's a very small thing that I should be judged of you, Paul says. <laughs> That's funny right there. If somebody if somebody's not too cool on you loving Jesus and loving people, let it be a small thing that somebody ain't cool with the change in your life. Because you love the Lord and you want to serve the Lord and you want to reach out to people and your family, others might say it, your coworkers, your friends, listen, let it be a small thing that they judge you. Because I have a greater judge. He's my owner. He's my Lord. He's my master. And I'm, I'm accountable to Him. I love these scriptures. Paul says, yeah, I judge not my own self. For I know nothing of myself. I'm crazy too, he's saying. Yet I, I'm not hereby justified, but he that judges me is the who? Is the Lord. So we're going to stand before the Lord in judgment one day at the judgment seat of Christ as believers. And I know I've been all over the place, but this could be a six-week series, okay? We're getting it done in one day. Stewards in the last days. Now, let's talk about it. I'm going to be, I will be rewarded or I will not. Say that with me. I will be or I will not on how I love Jesus Christ and how I love people. There are churches today, because I do listen. Alex asked me why. He asked me the other day, he says, why do you even do that to yourself? I said, Alex, it's important to me to know what others are saying in my town. And in my community. I'm not going to get behind somebody who calls people that's got shots or given shots pimps and whores. I'm not going to get behind some preacher that does that. Did you just hear what I just said? Yes or no? Okay? Not going to do that. I'm going to get behind people who love Jesus Christ and love people. All right? I'm not going to turn this into. You know, if you got your vaccine, you're evil. If you wear a mask, you know, you're, it's filthy. Why do I need to talk to people like that? Does that sound like I love Jesus and love people? Yes or no? Say! 
It's bull crap. You hear me? And I don't care where you stand on it. It means nothing to me. Because my foundation is Him, not you. That, we need to love people. We see crazy in the world. You see your government going crazy. You think that gives you a pass now? Say, does that give you a pass to be a pain right straight up in the rear end? Excuse me. We are accountable to Jesus Christ. Let me ask you, do you think he took a lot of crap? He took it, man. He took it. And I'm not saying you don't take it. We don't stand. But there's something more important than standing. It's called loving the Lord with all your heart and loving people. He's, they're important. They're going to die. They're going to die. They're going to heaven or hell. And I get it wrong up here sometimes. I can come across bad. Some, I get it. But guys, I want to try real hard to love the Lord and love people. You hear me or not? And I'm a big guy. I'm a strong guy. I'm getting weaker as the days go by. But people say they like me because you're a man like me. That's what men tell me. And with that comes some, comes some struggle sometimes. You know? Because I actually want to cuss. You know what I mean? Are you hearing me what I'm saying? But Gary, I've made you a steward. I was in Dallas years ago getting depressed. I'd been hurt real bad. My marriage was hard, man. And I didn't know if I was going to stay here or leave. Because that's what anybody would think when you've been hurt so bad. So I was down, I was depressed, and I saw these big churches with all these big crowds, and I'm in Inglewood. And I knew some of these jokers, and without being too arrogant, I thought some of them couldn't get a job at Walmart. That's my opinion. Some dumb people out there in the ministry. But anyway, that's another story. But, but I was getting depressed. And the Lord touches my heart. Doesn't say it out loud, but He touches my heart. In my heart, in the big city of Dallas, He says, the people at the hardware don't know who they are. People at hardware here know you, Gary. People at McDonald's don't know their name or who they are. But I got a little McDonald's crew, don't I? And the Lord touched my heart. See, Gary, your church is about 80,000. Because your church is Inglewood. And, and parts of Port Charlotte. You know, you get my drift, you understand? And the Lord was just dealing with me in my heart. It, I, get, I was getting down because, I, you know, I don't have the big this and the big that. And I've been hurt and blah, blah, blah. And the Lord just tenderly, graciously showed me what was really important. I lost you this morning. A little crazy, ain't I? I'm a nut. Let's go. Let's go. Hang on. Yeah, we're almost done. Hang on. So I don't get a I don't get a pass, guys, at this judgment. I don't get a pass at loving Jesus Christ and loving people just because the world gets sick or whatever. People make stuff up. I don't even know what the truth is half anymore. Let's be honest with you, okay? But the bottom line, I know what I know who is the truth, Jesus Christ. He's the life, the truth, the way. And when the things get crazier in my world, I need to get firmer than ever on him. 
All right? And I don't get a pass for how hard it is in the world when I'm down here. Here's the thing. Did I run, and, run the race and did I finish the course that God gave me? That's the same thing you're going to be judged on. Not in or out. It's I want to reward you. I want to give to you. Can you imagine getting to heaven and, and God, we're going to go before this judgment? And he's going to reward us? You? Giving me stuff? He said, I've been doing it your whole life, fool. I gave the best thing I could ever give for you, my son. God is a rewarding God. But we've got to do it his way. He doesn't reward on what you wear or the little rules you make up. He's going to reward you on did you love me with all your heart, soul, and mind, and strength? And did you love people? And we're going to be rewarded. Well, I don't like people. Well, then, eh. Come on. Did Jesus love his Father? Did Jesus love the people? And you think it's going to be different for you and me somehow? Huh? Same math, baby. Know ye that which run in a race, they run all. They run all. But you don't understand how hard it is. Run all the way. Right, Mr. Runner? Yes or no? Do you run to the end or not? Okay? What if you're not going to win? You know somebody else is going to beat you. Do, you. do you run anyway or do you go, oh, I lost, I quit? Do you run all the way? Good. His coach says he's an awesome runner. That's what your coach says. If he told me you were a quitter, I wouldn't have pointed you out today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, son. You'll be all right. Here we go. Come on. Know you that those that run in race run all, but one receives the prize, so run that you might what? Now let's look real quick, Raj. I know I didn't do good. Here's what you're going to be rewarded for. And I'm just going to read them real fast. Y'all ready? This is the best days, last days. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Gosh, I have to sometimes, because I get into that, I watch the news and I keep, man, I can get so not a witness for Jesus. It can affect how I treat my wife. It can affect how I go out in my community. I'm not saying I'm, I'm very informed. I stay very informed. Too much so. But this is what I'm going to be rewarded for. You ready? Here we go. Pop it up. I'm going to be rewarded how I used my authority. Remember them that have the rule over you, which have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. I'm going to be rewarded over how I spoke to you, how I taught you. But you're going to be rewarded on how you spoke to your friends, to your Bible study groups, more than anything to your children, to your grandchildren. You're spending all your time talking to them about how bad the government is, but you never say a thing about how good God is and how great Jesus Christ is. And you think you're, you think you're a great person? You're not. You're not great for His kingdom. Your kids need Jesus Christ. Do you all hear me or not? I know, not a popular message. I don't give a hoot. Keep looking. Number two, I'm going to be rewarded how I use my gifts. What does that mean? Wherefore, I put in remembrance of you that you stir up the gift of God, which is in you by the putting on of hands. What does that mean? Gary has certain gifts. And how many know I, have, I don't have certain gifts? <laughs> Some of you are like, you don't got that one. 
But anyway, but you know, I have certain gifts. And you have certain gifts. And you're going to be rewarded on how those gifts were used in your life. For what? For loving the Lord and reaching people for Christ and loving people. You think he gave you that great brain so you could go around and tell everybody how smarter you are than they are? When you could have been the very person that could have laid out the case in a real philosophical, logical, even rational way for some smart people, some of your friends, you could share Christ with them. But instead, I don't know. We're just crazy. These gifts God gave us are for His use and His glory. And they're to help people from stop going to hell. Y'all hear me? Am I being too country today? Come on. Look at another one. I'm going to be rewarded. I'm, I'm a steward on how I use my what? On my money. I say he that sows sparingly will reap sparingly. He that sows bountifully will reap bountifully. You might be the smartest financial guy in this room today. But do you care for people? Do you use your funds to help people come to Christ? You know? Yeah, look at my 401k. If I was you, I'd be scared to death that today would be my last day on this earth. If you think your money and your management of money is so slick, but you're not caring for people and loving on people with the funds that God's given you, and I'm not saying give them to Fellowship Church at all, but I am saying people matter enough for you to invest in their life for Jesus Christ. And you're going to stand, you're going to be right there one day. <laughs> you, you had this, and you had this, and you had this, and you did jack squat nothing. This is an ugly message after all, ain't it? For every man as he purposes in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a what? Cheerful giver. Keep looking. I'm going to be rewarded at, at the judgment seat of Christ. I'm a steward on how I what? How I suffered for the Lord. And you thought it was about how much you could whine to other people about it. Did you know people aren't impressed with whiners? They're impressed with winners. They're impressed with people who suffer and can do it gracefully and still be a champion for God. We're going to be judged for this. Blessed are you when men shall persecute you, revile you, say all manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. Look at this. Here's the judgment. This is what's going to happen. Rejoice! And be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. We're going to be rewarded on how we suffered. Amen? Y'all hear me or not? Come on. Rewarded. How I spent my time. Redeemed the time for the days are evil. Yeah, but you don't understand. It was really hard. And I can see other witnesses there at that judgment piping up and say, Well, I was burned at the stake. And somebody else says, I've got a new body because my old one was sewn in too. That's what the book, the Bible says. They were sewn into pieces. You can serve the Lord. You can love the Lord. You can love people. You hear me or not? This is a tough message, isn't it? I thought I was going to be here today just talking about how bad everything else is. Is that going to help? Amen. I control myself. I want to be rewarded for that. I therefore so run that as certainly so fight I not as one that beats the air, but I keep under my body. I bring it in subjection. That's by any means I preach to others, not myself become a what? A castaway. Yeah, we still want to do terrible things. 
But because I love him and I love them, I choose not to do those terrible things. And if I do those terrible things, I confess it and ask God to forgive me and help me. Got me? The judgment seat of Christ. High witness that I share the good news of Jesus. I'm going to go, I'm going to be judged for that. For what is our hope, our joy, our crown of rejoicing? Are you not even in the presence of our coming, of, of, of the Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? So high witness. The Bible says, they that be wise shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness are going to shine as the what? Stars forever and ever. When you and I witness and share our faith without shoving it down somebody's throat, it's funny how you can witness so much better when you love them first. Amen. I'm not a big believer in go take a track and just, hey, if you die today, you know you go to heaven. I've done it thousands of times. I would rather be their friend and let them see me and know me, and, but not let that be enough. But I want to be able to share Christ with them. But I want them to see that Gary Clark loves them. Y'all hear me? And you might wonder why your family hadn't come to Christ. Well, maybe, maybe we just hit the nail on the head. We're going to be, we're going to be rewarded for that. Did you see we're not, I'm not, I'm not putting we're going to be judged for that. God is your father. He loves you. He wants to reward you. Yes or no? I'd much rather see you want to do these things because you love him and love them instead of you, you want to do it because you're scared to death. Perfect love cast out what? Fear. I'm going to be rewarded for how I respond to temptation and trials. Fear none of these things which you shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tried. You shall have tribulation ten days. Be faithful unto death. I'll give you a crown of life. How you respond. It's almost like suffering, but even greater suffering. Horrible trials and struggles that may come our way. We're going to be rewarded for that. You know that crap I went through wasn't crap after all? How many? I'll quit with this. Roger, is there more? You're killing me. Go ahead. How I'm faithful to God's Word. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight, not by constraint. Look at this verse. But willingly. Say that last part with me. This is to pastors and churches. Not for what? How do you think the church at large is doing with that one? Number one reason the lost don't want to go to church. Number one. Well, it's hypocrisy, number one. Number two would be, they're all about my money and taking my money. Sad, isn't it? We don't want to do that. I'm going to give an account for that. But I'm also going to be rewarded. I'm looking forward, I hope one day, I get a lot of rewards in this area because I wanted you to give cheerfully. You hear me or not? I, I, I want that. Faithful to God's Word. Keep going, buddy. Let me just skip right past that. Thank you. So here's the question. Did I run the race and finish the course? That's what's going to happen at the judgment seat of Christ. How'd you do? How'd you do? You're not done yet. Say that with me. We're not. How many would like to do better and do more? Can I see a hand? I'd like to do better. I'd like to do more. 
Why not? Right? I know this. I might have bored you today. I don't know. I liked it. Know you not that they which run in a race, they run how much, Mr. Runner? They run all. Amen? But only one receives the what? That doesn't just mean one out of this whole body is going to receive a prize. But only you are going to receive the prize for you. And it's based on did you run well, did you finish, were you a good steward? He's the owner, we're the manager. You're the manager of your life. You're the manager of you. If anybody's going to love the Lord through you, it's you. Got it? Don't blame it on me. If you're going to love people, it's going to be you doing the loving. Amen? And we're going to stand before the Lord. Are these the last days? Are they the last days? I don't know. But I'm going to run like they are. Let's thank the Lord for the word. I'm done. I know it was late. I did it again. Late. Sorry.